Chapter 9's forecast. A freeze is coming. Allow me to break the ice. You are not sending me to the cooler. Freeze well! What killed the dinosaurs? The ice age! Stay cool, bird boy. Let's kick some ice. Mr. White Christmas, I'm Mr. Snow, I'm Mr. Icicle, I'm Mr. Ten Below, friends call me Snow Miser, whatever I touch, turns to snow in my clutch, <laughs> I'm too much, ha, <laughs> the League Podcast, League versus Batman and Robin, uh, I'm Matt Derson. Head Bob. Tilt. Head Bob. <laughs> uh, and my name is John Hunt, and learn it well, for it is the chilling sound of your doom. <laughs> Clay Inferno Von Freeze here, reporting in. Welcome. We are finishing up our. I assume finishing up. We're probably not going to do another Batman. I don't know if we're going to do the Nolan ones ever. So, but we uh, we did Dark Knight Rises like. 10, 12 years ago, whenever right. it came up. So. Whenever it was released, we did yeah. we did an episode about it, yeah. But we didn't do like a league versus kind of a deal. But no, go maybe. Back and... Maybe sometime. It's go not back and the, Yeah, it's not on the cutoff. It's like, it has to be, you know, appealing to the kids out there. Kids being middle-aged white guys like us. Yeah, <laughs> right. Kids at heart. And mature as children. And since they never did make... Batman Triumphant, which I didn't know until like today when I was doing a little research that that was a plan. Yeah, they were about to go. One. They had already said like studio guys saw the the footage from this and were like, "This is great. We're gonna we want you to do another one." And then the movie came out and they're like, "Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe just hold off on that for a little." Yeah, bit. I don't know Joel or George or anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make a correction from last episode. John corrected me on air, but I felt kind of okay. bad about it because I was Sorry saying how how horny Batman Forever was, and then you corrected me and said that uh, Joel Schumacher was a gay man. So I miss um, oh, appropriated. I thought he was a straight man because of how horny it was, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's interesting because gay men can do that sort of like uh i used to work for a gay person and he used to sort of just run around and touch ladies and he's like it's not sexual harassment because i'm gay so <laughs> it's just a whole different thing i guess i, I guess like, i always mean, like put a pretty lady up there Ooh, yeah for all we know for all we've heard joel schumacher was a very well liked very yeah. nice person a very nice man yeah what and a nice man seems like it. but unfortunately this is the mark of this one, and he apparently even apologized. Yeah, for well, him and Clooney apologized on movie. numerous occasions. In fact, I guess George Clooney will give people their money back if you if you see him in public and be like, "Hey, what was the deal with that Batman and Robin? That was awful." He'd have to give it to us twice. <laughs> That's right. We saw it twice, so we could finish should... making fun of it. Yeah, okay. I wonder we have if to... he if he's like cheap and gives you like you know seven dollars, or if he gives you like what a movie costs now. 
No, I mean, come on, nineteen ninety-seven dollars. Yeah, you guys, yeah, it's like it. I'm not going to be a, a total. I'm not going to be a total jerk about. It. I'm just going to walk up and tell him his movie sucked to his face, and then That'll punch work. him. Sure. I mean, I, I remember seeing him on Letterman. You can swing one at his head, bobbing around. He's like, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a great boxer. <laughs> I mean, I remember seeing him on Letterman once, and he was talking about like Letterman was like, "Oh, you're like a big star now," and he said, "Have you seen Batman?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, whatever. It's. This is it, Batman and Robin. It was right before one... he became like a huge, huge star. Right. I mean, he was on ER, mm-hmm. but like this was like TV a big... the movie. That's when TV the movie yeah. jump was big. Yeah. That... Yeah. We should tell this right off the bat. John and I and our friend Brom, was it opening day that we went to see this movie? It was, yes. And we knew it was going to be. Yeah. I remember we. I went to see the special editions the Star Wars special editions with my sisters. Maybe you were with us. I can't remember, but that nerd alert trailer, that trailer came on. <laughs> and right after I was like, ah, cause my, my sister still remembers me saying, I was like, that looks like a pile of crap. And it, and it was, <laughs> I was right. I mean, there's no, you could just can't hide it. It's not good. No. no. So I don't yeah, and the like... word crap um, in my vernacular nearly as much as you guys do. But whenever you say something is uh, crap, I always perk up, and uh, in this instance, I certainly agree with you. This is crap. Well, yeah. our the secret monkey, the comic we used to do, yeah. his, his sort of thing was always saying crap when something was going wrong. So, yeah. So yeah, we we made it like, you know, this obviously is well before you bought tickets in advance and all this stuff. But we went on like after on like a Friday afternoon, right? Because we were in college, or I, yeah. I, you know, I was, I guess. You guys were too, obviously, but you're a little older. I don't know where you were. I, I think life. I was done with college at that <laughs> yeah. point. So, but like we went on like a Friday afternoon and like <laughs> we've said this many times, but there was a guy dressed as Batman on the roof and this was like June. He was right? like in the mid nineties. Yeah. He must've been cooking poor, up there. Poor son of a bitch. And we were like, oh no. So we, whatever. We go in, we buy our tickets we sit down we're good we're ready to have a nice we're essentially yeah. the only three in the theater yeah essentially essentially until <laughs> a couple comes and sits in the same fucking row as us mm-hmm. and we were having a great time and if you are wondering why we always make that joke about we're trying to enjoy the film this is where it comes from wonder no longer wonder no longer. <laughs> <laughs> We were kind of just having a laugh. We were, yeah, we were laying into it. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess we should have been quieter. But also, why did that guy and his girlfriend have to sit in the same row as us when there was an entire theater you could have sat in? Right. There was literally no one else in there except five of us. And this guy came over and said, guys, keep it down. I'm trying to enjoy the film. And I got so mad. <laughs> I receive we get yelled at in public whenever I'm with you. Oh, well, like that wonder, weird guy at the, the monkeys concert. <laughs> there's definitely a common denominator there. But I was like, well, you know, it's not easy. You know, well, like, I'm trying to enjoy it me. too, but it's really bad. <laughs> really hard. Try to enjoy it the only way I know how. 
But like, so then we kind of had to be quiet for the rest of the movie. Yeah, which was unfortunate because it just yeah. kept getting worse. I was like, I had we, these lines like on the tip of my tongue, and I was like, oh, I can't uh, see anything. Yeah, so, we left before the movie ended just because we didn't oh, feel we like. Did? Yeah, we oh, left. I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't see Alfred. He, Alfred lives. Spoiler. Spoiler. It's cured. Like we left before that part because we were like, I don't feel like dealing with this guy. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah. He ruined it for us. We you were know, we yeah. were enjoying the film until yeah, we came actually home. we were we were having a good time and. It was there expect. like a similar thing at the monkeys. Somebody was trying. Yes. To yeah, yeah. 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 This guy looked like us, Drew Harry was telling shush. us to be quiet at a concert. <laughs> I know. And he almost. And then like you came over because you were working there, Clay, and you came over and started talking with one of us. It was during like intermission or something, right? And then like, he almost got up and was gonna go over and yell at you and some of one of your coworkers to like stop the guy from doing it. it was like just sit down, man. You know what's funny? That that particular moment <laughs> reminds me of something. There, there was like mode of living played at Plymouth Memorial Hall or something. Plymouth, uh, North, North. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, classic, classic venue. And uh, <laughs> I had my jester hat on, and I went up to your sister, and I had like earplugs sticking out of my nose. I, I felt like <laughs> neg- I remember that and the monkeys thing like the same way. Like I'm just like. <laughs> I don't. I have not a care in the world. I'm just bopping over to you guys. I'm like, hey, it's the monkeys. Look at us, we're all hanging out. It was cool. I'm working, blah blah. But yeah, that guy was trying to enjoy the monkeys, singing, and you know, we weren't. Yeah, we weren't doing anything. Trying to enjoy the show. Trying to. We were literally singing along to the thing, and it wasn't like. Have you guys seen this video of this guy who went to the Adele, um, like show in Vegas? Is it? It's Adele. Yeah. And he's like, he's got a selfie stick and he's like video, you know, he's recording himself singing along, but he's like in the aisle and he's like just spazzing out and like Ugh. crying. And stuff. Yeah, and and we weren't doing anything like that. No, no. But this someone did tell him to please keep it. He's there. They we're trying to enjoy the concert. But this is like, it's not like, you know, th- this was a concert. It was loud, you yeah, know. Loud. I couldn't even hear what you were saying to me. Yeah, I don't know what he was. Are, by the way, those were the cheap seats, so that guy paid like not a lot of money to be like bit right. You know, well, whatever. Some people just whatever they don't they have to shit on everybody's good time, I guess. But crap. yeah, what about that crap? So the 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 the, the nineteen ninety seven version of this is that we actually went to see the movie again oh yeah when it came back to second run theaters yeah we as terrible as it was we were like when well, we have but to you know what you can't there. recreate that magic but uh-huh. i remember going like oh i was having such a good time the first time i watched this and then the guy got mad but the second time i was like oh now i'm now this is like feels more like a job feels like it work <laughs> you know i know it's like this that really is like just me making like you know, I know you guys didn't have a great time at Batman v Superman, but they're showing it in uh, North Dakota, and I'm going to buy tickets for everybody. Just like making you guys go to it. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of like <laughs> what, what is that? So I mean, we wanted to go. I mean, you know, like we really were like we, we have we to had go. We had unfinished to go. business, All right? But it was you didn't see if he we got, just made us here to McGarnagle syndrome or whatever, right? <laughs> You and McGregor. You and McGregor, yes. <laughs> McGonagall. That's even, even better. All right, so we're talking about Batman and Robert. And box office, 
of 238 million, which I was actually shocked at. A budget oh, of 125 to one somewhere in the neighborhood of 125 to 160, which apparently 25 million went to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, oh boy, everybody. And because it took him like six hours to get into his full makeup and everything, and he didn't want to work late, like they had, yeah, he had a contract <laughs> thing, but yeah, stated that he couldn't do over 12 hours or something. Yeah, a 12 hour a day. So, but half of it was getting into costume. So, or in and out, I assume, right? So, like, they didn't have a lot of time. I also heard, um, it was fucking ridiculous. Didn't really <laughs> take that much to make well, like Mr. Freeze. There was like the costume, or what was it? Oh, the, he had like a an LED thing in his mouth for part yeah, of it, that, right? That, that just, yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. All <laughs> around, had, I know they had to wrap it up in tape or something. Because it was, it started leaking matter like acid in his mouth. Yeah, like, and the only reason everybody knew it, he's like, ah, my mouth tastes like shit. <laughs> why? Um, but why did they do that? Why did they need that? They could have just done it in that, post. Yeah, I mean, who cares? It's stupid anyway. The whole thing was stupid. There was supposedly other people that wanted to do it, but sure, like that were gonna. They almost had Anthony Hopkins for Christ's sake. Well, that would have been and, a big mistake oh, on his part. Yeah, on his part, yeah. But Schwarzenegger was like, I want to do it. And they rewrote the whole character for him. So, And apparently Joel Schumacher wanted like a big burly bad guy kind of. Well, you should have had him play Bane, not, yeah, well, not that's... Uh, Mr. Freeze. Or Dr. Freeze, as uh, some, some podcast I was listening to kept referring to him as. Well, I guess he was a doctor. Technically, yes. One of the funny things at right. the end of the Schumacher commentary was like, you know, um, it's not like, it's like everyone's career just went downhill after this, you know, like, we got the governor <laughs> of California over here, we got Uma, you know, she's yeah, in but... Kill Bill, and we got Clooney's one of the biggest stars in the world, we made out great. <laughs> I mean, Kill Bill was like 10 years later. No, but that, he was saying, like, right. after this movie, it didn't right. tank everybody's career. There was a, yeah, there was some talk back then that it had, I mean, it kind of tanked the Batman franchise. But but what happened to Chris O'Donnell? They mentioned him in that. true. Uh, he's on one of those NCI yeah. shows. I think so. But apparently, so this is, I found this quote kind of funny. 2009, Kevin Feige, who wasn't quite Kevin Feige, you know, in 2009, but he was getting there because 2008 was the first Iron Man, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he said Batman and Robin may be the most important comic book film ever made because it was so bad, it demanded a new oh, way of doing things. <laughs> and then it gave you the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Right. And then like the X-Men and Spider-Man movies of the early 2000s kind of people, because people were like, no, we can make a good comic book movie. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget Blade. That's really right. the dark horse, like in the, that yeah. people forget about because that's even like pre X Men. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people know it was a comic book. That's the yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. All right, so here we go. We get we get. Let's start right off the bat. We get some cheesy credits with like the the R. I mean the uh, like the Robin symbol going over the bat, the whole thing, and then we get our um... Amiga morph from Mister Mahoney's <laughs> art class. <laughs> Mister Mahoney, 
I remember those days. I only had them for photography, but we used Amiga. All right, and then we get our nipples and our butts and our crotches and all that good stuff as they change into the Batman and Robin uniforms. Um, I was watching, uh, I'll just plug Joe Blow on YouTube, and they, they had a drinking game going along with this, and you would be yeah. shit-faced by the time you got to the end. You watched this movie and did all their things. But one of them was take a shot every time they change into their uniforms in dramatic Costumes, I guess. Ah, whatever you go. In dramatic fashion. And then it's all drama. It's very dramatic. Yeah, so with those costumes. And then we get the the first, the big line, which was in the trailer, and I think only meant to be in the trailer when Chris O'Donnell, old man O'Donnell, as they call him, uh, turns around and says, I want a car. Chicks dig the car. Which is they just lifted from the last movie. Right. Since Batman said it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, this is why Superman works alone. Head bob till There you go. <laughs> then Alfred says, you know, he will get to the pizzas. And then he kind of goes like. Ugh. He looks really sad about not ordering pizza now. He's yeah. Like, he's like, I really want I wanted pizza. Anchovies. Yeah. <laughs> anchovies. <laughs> They're driving along. And my favorite commissioner, Commissioner Gordon, Pat Hingle. He's frozen out of the gut. I think he's like, oh, Batman, there's a new villain in town. That, like, that line <laughs> oh, was the little, like, like Batman. I you know think you're I mean. getting Batman 66 right there with the little TV. You know what I mean? I know. It's so funny. Yeah, what is he talking into? When he's there? Go ahead, John Starr. Uh, I was just saying that when we went and saw it, that uh, once he said that, I was like, I knew what I was in for that day. Yeah, like, there's, oh. there's a funny, like, amount of times where they refer to them as villains and heroes throughout the movie like that's kind of a little i mean i know it's we know you know what i mean but it's still right. like when when mr Freeze says kill the heroes and stuff yeah like that. yeah it's like it's so weird i think at the time that uh i when we went and saw it we knew it was going to be bad so we we went in laughing at it and uh but it like it just upset me for a while how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like it was a real tough watch. Um, well, I have to ask you this at the top here, John, because I've been noticing the great model work you've been doing lately. Yes. Was with when you're watching it either this time or like back then, where you like at least like, oh, I kind of like this about Batmobile or something like. At the time no I, I didn't like any of it but i managed <laughs> to get that model off of ebay for a dollar plus shipping so i was like all right so that i started doing research on what it looked like and that made me sort of want to watch the movie again and i approached the movie differently this time i said i know okay. what this movie i think if i was watching it the first time i'd be angry again but i know what i was getting into so i decided to just watch it for what it is and i kind of enjoyed it this time all right yeah yeah so, yeah, they're driving along, and he says, Commissioner Gordon is telling him, you know, he's freezing all the guards. He's calling himself Mr. Freeze. And then I don't know if this is supposed to be Clooney going like, God, like sort of rolling his eyes. <laughs> <I> <laughs> he, thought, just goes, he just goes, Mr. Freeze. I took it as more of the David Hasselhoff, like where he would be like, good job, Kit. Good job. You know, like that. <laughs> I remember you did that all the time. You yeah. would say the same thing twice. 
Uh, so we get in there. Mr. Freeze is stealing a diamond. Uh, from the dinosaur exhibit. From, yeah, the Gotham Museum or whatever. So I think we get our first freeze pun or cold pun when he says, yeah, uh, The Ice Mad coming. According that's... to IMDb, there are 27 puns. That seems low I, to me. I heard someone say like 42 or something like that. Yes, there's no way. It's way more than 27. Yeah. So I don't I know. I tried to watch to Cinema it. Sins just because, like, one thing that's good about us putting out this podcast is, like, not even a lot of, like, podcasters cover it. Like, there's a Mr. Sunday Movies. <laughs> like, I, I went to Apple, like, the, you know, like the podcast store and, like, was, like, search for Batman and Robin, like, Maybe like ten episodes came out. I looked at my old podcast. Maybe like five or six. You know, like people don't even cover mm. it. Yeah, it's it's because it's tough to watch. Well, it's there. It's due for its big renaissance. So <laughs> that's of like right. The, like the go. prequel movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's everybody, right. Everybody likes those now. Everybody's revisiting them now, right? So he, he gets his diamond or whatever, and then Batman and Robin commit. He's high freeze. I'm Batman. Like, yes, very yeah, dramatic. We're not even five minutes into this movie, and I'm like, this is this dialogue is so. I know we didn't cringe back then, right? We didn't, yeah. just like yeah. we did. It wasn't even a word for it. No, it wasn't even a thing. But <laughs> I, I, I was definitely felt something. I didn't know what it was. But and then we have a. He says, "You're not sending me to the cooler." Uh, Robin comes in. This is like. I know it's, we got a long way to go, but when Robin or one of them, <laughs> he kicks the gun out of his hand. And it just kind of like, and it like yeah. sits right. It just kind of sits on the top of the dinosaur thing, right? It's at the whatever, and it looks so, so dumb. Like you couldn't have been like, oh, let's do this a little. That doesn't. Like, let's film that again or something. Like, there was you, something like, I even saw. Hey, we're making a like, comic book. Yeah, mm. I saw something that I paused it. I was like. Are those toy cars in front of a model for the outside of this, like, thing? Whoa. Whoa. And I, I couldn't tell. I was so disappointed. I just unpaused and moved on. <laughs> yeah, it's not really worth worrying about. So then Mr. Freeze sends his evil hockey players, and he says, Yes, kill them! Destroy everything! Like, oh, all right, all right well, destroy everything. Well, I also remember at the time that, that we saw this. <laughs> kill me! That we were like, this is our movie, Durs and the Firestarter, because they go, oh my god, it's ice, it's hockey players from hell or something. And we had skateboarders right. from hell, and all yeah. you did was make fire puns. And I know. Uh, this is like three years after our movie, which we did like <laughs> intentionally bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does call him the hockey team from hell. Chris O'Donnell does call him that. And then, like in a total Batman '66 thing, they have they have skates in the bottom of their boots well you need skates to play hockey yeah 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 so they just kind of like skate around and like you know they're playing hockey with the diamond and everything and there's that's not then there's the famous what killed the dinosaurs the ice age yeah but it didn't the big dinosaur i know (laughs) what killed the dinosaurs a large meteor came down and passed (laughs) killed them all and then the blue sky got all cloudy but eventually it turned cold (laughs) <laughs> it's too long to write so he yeah didn't. he couldn't say that so yeah he freezes the skull that it and it falls down and whatever and i love like he's like get the diamond and one of them does like a hockey shot and he just like it just goes right into his hands. <laughs> like, it, 
I'm like, what the hell is that? And he gets in his rocket thing, which was probably a toy. Uh, I don't know. But I love there's a, there's a part that you wouldn't even, unless you're watching this because it, it's totally ridiculous. He's like fiddling with the controls in his little rocket thing. And he goes, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, why is he? Yeah, that's the way to it's do that. it. It's like, oh, baby. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. And then, like, Batman comes in and he freezes his hands, like, to the thing. And um, why didn't he just freeze him? Like, he froze all the other guys. <laughs> Sorry, right. it doesn't matter. Dangerous hands. And they're going to fly up to 30,000 feet. And he says, your heart will freeze. And he says, freeze, you're mad. Like, that's a total, like, Adam West line. <laughs> but not even delivered as good as Adam West. Freeze, you're mad. Right. Just freeze well, and he freeze has his bat, bat wings. We used to uh, around that time, whenever we would leave, we'd always go take it freezy. So then Robin comes in, and he he's, he saves Batman, and he's like, "Oh, I thought you were around and got some thugs." It's like, "Well, thanks, jerk." And then they they, and they to establish up. a little, uh, you know, drama yeah, here. The tension. Yes. So then they blow up the rocket and surf out on the doors, in, like as uh, one does. As one does, right? They catch up to him, Mister Freeze, and Robin grabs the diamond. I guess whatever. Freeze does like a weird like Iceman. I guess like Iceman for the X Men kind of thing, and he kind of like I don't know, but he kind of just lands very, very gingerly. And then they go after him, and Robin's like, I'll get him! And Batman's like, no, Robin! And he freezes Robin. And he says, you have 11 minutes! Like, 11 minutes? I could I could stop you and freeze Robin. Why is it always this choice? It was the same thing in the last one, right? It's like, yeah. you have 11 minutes, what are you going to do? Save the boy, or stop the villain? He calls him well, the villain. Both, maybe. Yeah, it's like, 11 minutes is plenty of time to get you and save him. Oh, well. It's always that that, that way because especially like he, he there's like a hole in the wall that freeze like he's like sealing up with his gun but like he does it so slowly i feel like batman could have totally like gone in there punched him but whatever so he takes frozen robin and throws him in some water and then heats the water up and it turns all red as hot water does yeah yeah, I was, I was making spaghetti the other night, and my, <laughs> I had to wait for the water to boil and turn red. Turn red, yeah. I also like freeze waves to him after he seals up his. Well, half the time in this, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger isn't even Mister Freeze. He's not in the costume; it's his stunt double. Oh. Because, Ooh. like, so most of the times it was just Arnold in the close-ups. Even Chris O'Donnell oh, was wow. like, "I didn't film any scenes with Arnold." I. Hung out with him on the set, but we never filmed the scene together because it was always a stunt double. Oh my god! Never imagine that. That's what you get That's for not... twenty-five million. <laughs> oh man! And now me and the other guy from Always Sunny in Philadelphia and the last movie are going to make toys. <laughs> hey, they are legit buddies, I guess. All right, so um. We basically have the same deal as we did with the Riddler with Poison Ivy, uh, kind of in a way. Well, she's working on this thing, and 
It's like not John Glover is who actually I I kind of find him funny in a lot of his not roles. This. He's good. Not he's here. Good. No. He's a DC actor. What I mean is he does a lot of voice actor stuff, but he's also um, Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville. Yeah, he's done a lot of he's done a lot of DC work. He was in something else too, right? Was he at the not the Flash movie, but was he in the Flash team? Eh, something, whatever. He was in Flash Dance. Yeah, I I saw him at the last uh, Comic Con and like almost went up to say hi to him, but. Uh, I took a note. He is. I don't uh, know what to say. Well, say, yeah. I saved him from maybe you silence. Maybe you could get, just overact like he does in this movie. It's a comic like book. everyone does. I know. I know. Yeah, that's it. Uh, make it a comic book here. So he's he's trying to sell this venom to these. Oh God, it's so bad. All these guys in like Arab like outfits and stuff. Oh, it's like watching uh, in like oh. Flint again. Yeah, it's really, really bad. He's trying to sell these super soldiers, so he basically creates Bane. He's like, his name is Bane! They take the skinny little guy, and they... It looks so ridiculous. It literally looks like they, like, blew him up like a balloon. It looks so stupid. And then, um... I guess that guy passed away. Yeah, so his name was Jeep Swenson. and he died not long after the movie. But apparently at one point... He had the largest biceps, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, in the world. And then John Hunt came along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, bam, suck it, whatever your name was. Chief Swenson. I was like, feel it! (laughs) He, um, you know, he he was a wrestler. He did other things. He probably did a lot of steroids because he died of a heart attack at a very young age, like at 40, apparently. Just a couple months after. I do like yeah. how I do like the, all the little like Bane like costumes and stuff that they, they, they're like always dressing him up. I just like <laughs> him up. Here's me in a trench like coat. A yeah, he's got like a or something, you know. It's like <laughs> it's very funny. The big monkey outfit. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy was kind of watching him doing all this stuff, and then. He goes, Pamela, and he goes over to try to sort of recruit her to his cause. Meanwhile, all the Arab guys, I guess, just are gone. I don't know where they go. <laughs> he doesn't talk to them anymore. But then he kills her because she's like, oh, you're using my research to blah, 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 blah. And he shoves her over and throws some chemicals on her, and she, like, melts into the ground. It's very bizarre. Um... Uma Thurman, I I don't know if she, I have a hard time, like if thinking if she is the worst or the best in this. Yeah, movie. She's basically <laughs> just playing Mae West. But like, like, is she? Does she get it? Is she like? This I think she's. Fun. I think she does get it. Yeah, I think she's like, you know, not directly inspired by, it, but you know, music from and inspired by Batman sixty six, and she's the only one that actually made the. I think the right choice to like really lean into that part of it, even though she's yeah. like maybe aping some other actresses or something from the golden age of Hollywood or whatever. But like also just like Eartha Kitt is, and like all of the all of the sexy bat ladies from '66. I think that's probably a good. She leans into it. That's the best way you can describe it. She's just like, hey man, this will just be. This is just a gig. 
I'll just have fun with it. You and, know? and I'm looking at it and, and I was like, ooh, I was like, that's a look that you'd see like on one of these like, uh, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race shows or something. <laughs> oh, like exactly. Like du- double um, eyeshadow and, and glitter. It's like, oh, I bet I bet people try to do her costume all the time. Drag people. <laughs> She was ahead of her time. She was before RuPaul. No, she's great. Wrong, right? Or yeah, maybe not ahead of her. I, mean, and I gotta RuPaul... say, I mean, a special um adolescent moment. Uh with Thurman also, especially in this movie with um her little tight um bottom. Uh, it was quite nice to look at. <laughs> the say. green tights and everything. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. I like I liked all of it. All right, so we we jump back to the Batcave now. They're they're doing some research on Victor Freeze, a two-time Olympic decathlete and biochemist. Like, damn, guys, yeah. <laughs> pretty good. When did he have time to do all that stuff? <laughs> uh, anyway, and then I tra- became the governor. <laughs> That's right. So he was trying to help his wife. I mean, she had McGregor's, Ewan McGregor's syndrome, and he's trying to do some research into that. But then he wants to freeze her so that she won't, like, I'm going to go the on the record and say that the uh, model that they hired to play Mrs. Freeze, probably Nora, Nora is yep. probably the best acting in the whole movie. <laughs> she doesn't have one line. Um, but anyway, yeah, so uh, uh, something happens and he falls into this thing. He, you know, Arnold's classic, like, pain. Ah, ah, come on, kill me. And he, and he comes out and like his body was mutated and he needs this suit to survive. And he uses diamond-enhanced lasers to keep him cold. I don't, I don't think that's a thing, but whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. not a noted biochemist like he is. This is the round that allowed me to break the ice. Yeah. I think, right? I don't. Well, this is just Batman and Robin. And Batman and Robin, they argue. He's like, well, you're going to need 10 hours in the simulator and everything like that. And then Alfred sort of uh, does like a little bit of a thing. He's like, I shan't be here forever. He's giving Bruce Wayne advice. About how he's to like, I've got I've to run out to the store. Shut, shut be here forever. <laughs> you want your pancakes in the morning, don't you? So anyway, back at the lab, Poison Ivy just sort of rises out of the ground, and we find out that she can kiss people to death. She kisses John Glover. I like that when he says, "You look great for a dead woman." <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Anyway, so then, like, if Joel Schumacher on the commentary at this part said no one's going to win an award for underacting in the scene, <laughs> right? In this whole movie, she starts just burning everything, and she sees Wayne Enterprises like the logo on, on a beaker, and she's like, "Well, it's his fault." Which, okay, sure. Oh, and no, she also takes Bane with her, of course. And she's like, "We have work to do." But this might be in this whole movie of really terrible scenes. This might be the worst. Arnold, uh, Mr. Freeze, is directing his minions to sing the Snowbiser song from Year Without a Santa Claus. No, it's the Snowbiser. Isn't the song? But he's not called Snow. Yeah, I thought who it's it's, um, it's Mr. Heatmiser. 
I, mean, I thought the other guy was Mr. Cold or something. Maybe it's Cold Miser. They're whatever, Heat Miser, Cold Miser. But you know the you know the one. It's Everybody one knows. It's one song, two verses. They each they each take lead. Yeah, a bit yeah, of a yeah. aficionado. I thought he was Snow Miser. Oh Maybe no, you're right. Cold it is Snow okay. Snow Miser. I'm I'm sorry. And he's like sudden. Sorry in the touch. Turns the snow with my butt. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's good to hear you. You're all. It's good. Good to hear you. So thanks for talking. Just something I never noticed here. And I don't know. This is dumb, but he's his his minions are like eating frozen, frozen, frozen food. But yeah, it's frozen, and they don't seem very happy about this. Like, why do you guys work for this guy? Because they'll die otherwise. Oh. Well, one of them dies anyway, but Vivica yeah. A. Fox is in this scene for no reason that I can imagine. Yeah. She's like, hey, how about we heat things up? And she's like, my heart is cold to anyone but my wife. So, whatever. There's no reason. But I love it. He calls his goon Frosty. He's like, Frosty, come over here. Yeah. This, <laughs> it, it, it's good that his last name was Freeze so that it could work out, that he could just <laughs> do all the cold stuff. And then he, so like they have to just get Mr. Freeze to play Mr. Freeze. Right. (laughs) Dr. Freeze. So they have some exposition. He's going to freeze Gotham, blah, blah. And they says, leave. It's like, well, I just called me over here. Like, why did you just call me over? And then you're telling me to leave. Because then he wants to look at his wife frozen in this cryogenic thing. Okay. So the next scene we have. Barbara showing up at Wayne Manor. This is Alicia Silverstone. I have uh, I have uh, two things I'd like to say about the scene. I remember that Mystery Science Theater that year did like riffs on scenes from movies that were out in the summer of 97. Right. And they showed that part where the door opens and they she's like standing up and she's wearing her schoolgirl outfit and yeah. hands up to her and it's like Mike says, directed by Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> And the other thing that I want to say about Alicia Silverstone is she looks like she just got a Novocaine shot in her mouth because her lips are always like, eh. Yeah, her lips are, yeah. I don't, so do we want to talk about this? I guess we should, please. Don't be offended. We're just reporting. Well, you're reporting it to me because I don't know what you're talking about, literally. Oh, Alicia Silverstone. Silver Silverstone. <laughs> claims to have lost 10 pounds to be in this movie. There was reports that she was supposed to be in it a lot more. But they had to cut a lot of her scenes because the costume wouldn't fit anymore. Not because she lost 10 pounds, but because some of it was gained back. Now, she was 20 years old. Right, but she said she was body shamed during the press tour of this movie. People called her fat girl. Yeah, even the uh, the stuff. production designer or the art director or something uh, like drew a, a sort of derogatory uh, type of illustration about her. Oh, I mean, terrible because she's not. She's, she's obviously not fat. Not fat. <laughs> no, she's she looks great. But right. like, I guess like when you think about it today, right? Like. All you see when any of her, any actress, especially actress, but actors too, I guess, like male or female, whenever they're doing any kind of superhero or action movie, you see like they get 
ripped, right? Like, and maybe the fact that she just wasn't ripped, like it doesn't mean that she's not beautiful and you know, she's obviously, she's not fat, but man, man, what a time. God, can you believe that? People? Yeah, I hear actresses from, you know, not just specifically her, but just like actresses all the time. Like I was listening to um, Busy Phillips podcast and she's like, yeah, I became famous at a really weird time and like nobody like females males like studio exec nobody would like hold their tongue they would be just like you need to lose 10 pounds yeah and like they just everybody would say it it'd just be like an awful way to work <laughs> those really suck yeah i mean what a terrible yeah like time to be famous i guess because you're just scrutinized but i i don't I know i thought the controversy you were going to talk about was the way she, she raises her kids or feeds her kids or whatever oh is that i don't even know what is the story oh, there? it's weird um <laughs> so it's, it's you know how like birds like will regurgitate their food and then spit it into their oh, baby God. bird's mouths yeah that's oh. that's like what she does i mean that was a while ago i'm assuming her kids are yeah she's, up more. <laughs> she's 45 years old i assume her kids can feed themselves they did that on saturday live that was like a skit on saturday live Wow, can't believe that was a real thing. All right. Well, either way, I don't care what she looks like. She's terrible, just like everybody else in this movie. Her acting is terrible. Not yeah, her really fault. Like, um, Everyone's just... you know, like pluck stars and just put them in movie. Take stars, put in movie. Yeah, they just wanted to be able to sell more toys and get Coolest. teenage girls to watch. Yeah. So anyways, in this one, she is Alfred's niece. She is not related to Commissioner Gordon at all. Yeah. Um, Seems like she which, should be Alfred's grandniece. But, mm. Yeah, I know. I mean, he is like a million years old. <laughs> and she's... <laughs> Robin is being a little creepy with her, but that's all right. But then... Um, so at the after... Boys will like, be boys. He's being creepy with her, but then he's also like sibling rivalry ring with her. Like... <laughs> It's like, are they brother and sister, or are they like trying to get these rubbers off and put some other rubbers on? You know? oh, good one, Clay. Hey, oh. And then so she like tucks Alfred into bed, and then she sneaks out on the motorcycles after she was all like, oh, I'm terrified of these things. But she's got that wild side. So. Whatever. So uh, we find out Bruce Wayne is going to donate something to the Gotham Observatory. Oh, this is the next scene. I'm sorry. I shouldn't just... We have uh, Elle McPherson here for yes. no reason. I dated a girl very briefly that mm -hmm. looks quite a bit like her at one point in my dating career. Nice. Now, I'm, now I'm retired. <laughs> so Ivy shows up and she's wearing like a wig. But does anyone know who she is? Why does she need a wig? <laughs> right. <laughs> They don't, yeah, I don't know. they don't really care about that. They should have been wearing the wig. Yeah, that would have been even better. So she's trying to get Bruce Wayne to donate to her thing, which is basically going to like kill all people. But like you know, plants will be okay. And then Gotham Gertie is there too, of course, Bob Kane's wife, as we pointed out. And then um, the doctor is also that woman from Flatliners who was in Batman Forever. Yeah, is back. Yeah. She's in that every Joel Schumacher movie. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, Ivy's there. And then when he, he kind of like turned her down, just like they did with with the Riddler, 
It's just like uh, George Lucas said. It's uh, poetry. It rhymes. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. But they were like, I, I, Gotham Gertie is poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to our Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> it's right. But she's like, oh, Batman and Robin protect us. So, like, just to bring them up for no reason. But there's going to be, it's so funny, like, they're going to have this auction where they auction off diamonds because they want to trap Mr. Freeze. And Batman and Robin are going to be there to, like, help the cause, I guess. But it's like, in the first Batman movie, he was like, he didn't want to be seen. He didn't want anything, like, and now here we are. Batman 66, where it's just like, Everybody likes Batman and like, you know, drink your milk, kids. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't doing the bat toosy. Drink yeah. your milk. Yeah. It would be easy for him to he would just have to move his arms. He wouldn't have to move his head. That does it naturally. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We cut to freeze and he's watching his wedding video and Frosty is, comes back and says, Hey boss, you should look at this. And he freezes him and he says, I hate when people talk during the movie. He's like, I'm yeah. trying to enjoy the film. Yeah, that's what. Maybe that's where that guy <laughs> got it from. He was inspired by Schwarzenegger. To come over Imagine that. If, if only we could like go back in time. We'd use our time travel to figure out stuff like that. Yeah, and, I was would... it before, or after Schwarzenegger said that. Yeah. At what point did that guy say that he did the movie? So yeah, this weird auction. It's like a weird sort of jungle theme. I don't know what the hell is going on here. But Batman and Robin are there. And then, like, I don't know what's They've going on. They've had a on. renovation I mean, I guess... at that museum since the first Batman movie, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. The whole redo in there. A lot more lights. Well, after Twirling the... and twirling around. I guess yeah, after the... Black light. <laughs> after the Joker painted over everything, they were like, we need to... We need to re... Let's put this up with neon. Yeah. It is the 90s, after all. Isn't neon the 80s? <laughs> it is the 90s, after all. <laughs> So what I I guess like so although there's all these like hot women there and they're wearing like these diamond necklaces and are men bidding on the necklaces or bidding on the women? It's they very have, like, that's like weird. one of those like bachelor auctions where you like get to go on a date. Yeah, just so, like, like her thing was Poison Ivy, a night out. But these guys are all like fifty thousand years old and these women are like in their twenties. <laughs> well, that's why they're bidding so high. Yeah, and I it's think, like yeah. there's no promising you can put it, dig, start digging around the potting soil or anything. You know what I mean? She's just like, uh, she kind of hinted at it because she said <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get everything you see and everything you don't do. Yeah, maybe Ooh. she meant Bane because he was in disguise. <laughs> the, you know, to Bane. He's in he's in her wig, like. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Poison Ivy's there and she blows her like her so take a drink every time she does this too. She blows her like pink stuff all over and every man is that's suddenly in love with her. Thing, though. That's like her like Wonder Woman's lasso, you know, like that's her power. Yeah, I, I get it. But I mean she does it a lot <laughs> in the movie. Nah, I'm just saying. But yeah, she says things like, My garden needs tending and whatever. We talked about chase meridian in the last uh movie but this is like turned up to 11 so like batman and robin are bidding on her because she has the necklace and they're all like you know they've been sprayed or you know blown on with that stuff whatever that it is pheromones thank you blown and he takes out his bat card his 
Batman credit card. Never leave the cave without it. Yeah, one of the funniest moments in the uh, (laughs) in the commentary was Joe Schumacher just like, "Yep, that was product placement." We had to do. I don't know what it was a product placement for because if you look at it, it says like Goth card or something on it. All right, but I think it's like the visual symbol of like Mastercard. Oh, and that's like the slogan, is it? Like, don't leave home. Yeah, he says never leave. And that's uh, that's American it. Express, isn't it? Yeah, it is. American. Hmm. You're right. Who knows? He was like, I agreed to it. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's... that's kind of how he is. It's I, like yeah, it's a funny little clip offering suggestions for design, and and then advertisers like put in our credit cards. So yeah, this movie was just one big commercial for a bunch of crap. Yeah, a bunch of crap. Oh, take a drink every time we say the word crap. (laughs) (laughs) Freeze shows up and he tells everyone to chill. And then Ivy's kind of like, oh, well, Bane, I like this guy. And then, like, for some reason, the Gotham Observatory is a giant man. Why? (laughs) It's like the the Statue of Atlas and he's, like, holding the observatory in his hand. Yeah. Even in the... Mocker likes to, to of... incorporate a lot of the human form into the architecture. I guess so. And yeah. there's kind it of is. a visual callback even to like Tim Burton. Like that kind of like carries it through like those big, you know, Russian statue kind of things. Uh, I feel like Tim Burton really rolled his eyes at this one. I mean, like, oh, I no, know it's. I'm not saying it's better. I, I'm just saying it's like. It, it it's like there's elements of that are that are kind of like a visual like vocabulary of these movies a little bit and like the animated series and stuff. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. But I don't know. It's just, you're it right. Has the to giant old and covered in ice. <laughs> well, the giant. Yeah, they they like have this chase around this. You're right. The giant Atlas statue. It's not just a giant man. I I. I it was, was funnier when you said it was a giant. Man. Yeah, I know. I know. So. <laughs> And Batman turns really? off Robin's. He's like, you can't make the jump. And he turns off the engine on his thing. And so that just kind of like. Yeah, well, he's like, I can make it. He's like, no, you can't. He's like, yes, I can. I can't. And then he, yeah, he like does the prefix code of Star Trek 2. Right. Turns off Robin's <laughs> motorcycle and almost kills him. Yeah, it almost seems like it's more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's like, red bird override signal. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. So it's kind of mean, and then like you know, yeah, Chris O'Donnell's like, oh, yeah. yeah, he's all mad. Almost he almost dies, but then he starts out. But meanwhile, Batman catches Mister Freeze, so that's all cool. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, and uh, apparently there was some deleted scenes in there because they just, or not deleted because they never filmed it because they just they didn't want to have a fight scene. They didn't have money. But uh, yeah, when he gets back, Robin is all mad. He's it's like it's your rules, and he's like, "You stay. You're living in my house. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's, great. It's kind of my rules. I give you a motorcycle and everything. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? He's like, if you want to stay in this house, head bob till. Meanwhile, Alfred is making this CD-ROM. I I love it was that the '90s bit of '97. And uh, can I just say something on? Uh, I I have to talk about this as someone that likes to throw up monitors in the trash. That is a special <laughs> edition 20th anniversary Macintosh 
Uh, that is a highly sought out computer in the vintage computer market. They didn't make Ooh. very many of them. And the oh. fact that it was in Batman was kind of like a yeah, product placement, obviously. But uh, it's like this special kind of, remember like in the 80s when you'd like use somebody else's stereo and be like all nice and like glass and stuff. And it's like, oh, look, the CD in here, shut the little glass door. Like that's what he's, yeah. that's what he's working with there. <laughs> So he's making this little thing for his brother because he wants, he knows his, he won't, he shan't be around forever. He wants his brother to come and be the butler at Wayne Manor, but he doesn't want to, you know. But his brother's two years older than he is, so it doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> but meanwhile, Bruce Wayne comes along, he's like, oh, that damn kid. And he's like, well, you know, like, you know, typical Alfred stuff. Yeah, David Conference stuff. Can, can we, I can't even. <laughs> can we go back yeah. a little bit to uh, Alicia Please. Silverstone's uh, character? She might, in the early version of the script, she maybe wasn't Alfred's niece biologically, but she. It's kind of like how it's like oh, family friend is like uncle this or that. You no, know? I see. But there's no, like apparently... a deleted scene about that too. Oh no iTunes, whatever. Well, well, we'll get there, I guess, later. But yeah, she's definitely family because that's a big part of the movie is everybody's family. Yeah, it is the precursor for Fast and Furious. That's absolutely, absolutely. So meanwhile, Dick, family, catch, so. Dick catches her coming home with the motorcycle and he's all like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, well, okay, you got me. I got thrown out of school for being too rambunctious. But I don't know. There's still kind of. It's yeah, still, she's like you're right. In London in like a biker gang. <laughs> no, that makes any sense. You know no, I mean? it makes no sense. Like nothing in this. You're movie like makes going sense. to Oxford or whatever it's called in here. Like, Oxbridge. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to Oxbridge and you know, but so you're like going to street toughs at night in the London. Yeah. Streets. Well, she's apparently so her deal is she's trying to win money by street racing. So that she can give it to Alfred. And he doesn't. Yeah, and then she doesn't have to. Uh... <laughs> is this Fast and Furious? It is. It is <laughs> exactly street racing. I can't believe the Fast and Furious ripped off Batman and Robin. No, of all the movies. But her goal is to win enough money to give it back to Alfred because he's been supporting her apparently. But she wants him to leave this life of servitude, which is kind of an. I mean, to be honest, if they if this movie had nothing else in it. And it was just like, oh, boy, this poor Alfred guy has been serving these two dopes, you know, sandwiches for his whole life. Like, <laughs> maybe there's a point here. Maybe she's right. Maybe yeah. this is but, but also, like, his not brother, it, it, I think it almost kind of hints to, like, what we don't get to, like, later. But, you know, it, it's like his brother seems like this cool, like, maybe he's a spy or something. So maybe you don't know if there's some sort of history with Alfred. Or, yeah, he's you know. a... He, He's also like a butler for some like rich family somewhere like. like yeah, something weird going on, but whatever. So anyways, yeah, Dick is like, no, Alfred's family. Alfred and Bruce are family. She's like, family? All he does is like, does does your laundry and everything. You know, that's not family. So it's, a, you know, it was a different take. So I, I didn't mind that, to be honest. Yeah, it's a little bit. Of, we love our Alfred stories, our little Alfred stories. Little Alfred. All right, so we go to Arkham Asylum. Reese is getting thrown in there by 
Also, uh, former governor Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Two governors in this one scene. That's right. Uh, and they're even Jesse Ventura, who's only been in a couple movies, can't tone it down. He's like, ah, freeze. You know, it's like terrible. But this is where we get the, the line that John quoted earlier. It is the chilling sound of your doom. So good. And then, like, he can't go out of, like, the cold zone, which is just, like, yeah. blue light with the gel on it. Like, Yeah, okay. when he tries to leave, he goes, oh, like, he falls down and can't can't do anything. Very interesting. Meanwhile, Ivy and Bane are, I guess, she's looking for a hideout, and she finds these Turkish bass, and they're, like, more neon gangster guys just hanging out in there. What are they doing? Like, what? <laughs> like, hey, man, these are our Turkish bass. Oh, well. Whatever. But Shumaka said that he wanted to include Arkham Asylum. And also, they also said that, like, he pitched the studio Batman Year One. And, you know, kind of didn't get to do that, obviously. Obviously. But he, like, wanted to. He always thought that Arkham Asylum was, like, a cool kind of, like, aspect of the Batman lore. Sure. Uh, I apologize. I disappeared oh, a bit because I was like, uh, my, my speakers. I couldn't get them unmuted, so I was just spending the last three minutes trying to figure out what's okay. going on. I see. Do you have so any where are we? insights? Are we at... <laughs> it's good to hear. Well, you. I've been to... yeah, good Thanks to for you. talking. Ivy and Bane just found their hideout in the Turkish baths. Oh, yeah. Good and there were just guys hanging out in there dressed in neon outfits. Uh, like, oh, that's how Turkish baths work. <laughs> uh, so yeah, now we have your favorite fireplace, Clay, of uh, Bruce Wayne yeah. and El Mc- Mel McPherson are having a little yeah, dinner. Yeah, they always have one of these. And, like, apparently he calls her Ivy. <laughs> She's like, well, Bruce, I'm not saying we have to marry. But he's like, oh, Ivy. Yeah, it's not that bad. But, yeah, he keeps seeing Ivy in all his. Hey, look, There's we've all just... been there. Imagine something else. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, scenes like this really remind you that maybe Val Kilmer, like, woke up one day and, like, or Michael Keaton went to bed and he woke up and he was Val Kilmer, like, Gregor Samson style. But the, I cannot believe that the the Michael Keaton Batman woke up one day and became this guy. It's really just not the same. I have to say, like, as not i mean he's terrible as batman as bruce wayne i i buy george clooney actually he's okay he's the scenes with alfred are actually the best scenes in the whole movie they're like they should be in a different movie those aren't even they don't even belong (laughs) in this yeah you know sometimes we 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 make this joke like this person's acting in a different movie but it's usually because they're overacting compared to everyone else but this the scenes where have like a little moment together a couple right the couple of scenes between Bruce and Alfred, they're in a different movie, but they're in the good movie. The rest, everybody else <laughs> is in the bad movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like the ER, like, close-ups and stuff. Like, that's well, like the TV, like, intimate, you know, character-building shit. What, uh, what did you say, John? I'm sorry. Oh, I said, well, there's a way you could edit this into a good movie, but I don't. I think you could with... Know. Batman Forever, but I don't think you can do it with this one. I don't think this one's too far gone. So anyway, we go to Dick and Babs. Barbara, she's 
doing her street race and he's getting all fast and furious. He's like, how much coin to play? And this is your Coolio scene. Oh, yeah. rest in peace. You know, what's weird about the Coolio scene is that he doesn't have a song on the soundtrack. That's weird. He was apparently yeah. supposed to play Scarecrow. They ever yeah, did in the next movie. one. And, uh, yeah. I, and then, and then Coolio's... Uh, in... Go on. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. You I was just a... going to say, and Coolio was just cut out of the Daredevil movie completely. So, oh, geez. Poor guy. What is your Coolio story? I have a funny rock and roll uh, Coolio story. So, R.I.P. Coolio, who was also like on, uh, he played like his last voice acting thing on the new season of Futurama. If you're, you guys are watching that, it's looking pretty funny. Oh, no. Because he plays like be. the Kwanzaa bot or something. It's really funny. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, so Coolio, a few years back, you know, probably 10 years ago, is going to play at the club that I worked at in North Dakota. And the promoter was like, he's like a professional guy, but he just like sent like his intern to like pick him up at the train station or the airport or something. And this kid was like, his family was having a cookout. (laughs) And so he picked him up like at the airport or whatever. And then, like, brought him to his like family's cookout. I was in- re- I was hoping that was what you were going to what? say. <laughs> and introduced him to his whole family. They like hung out there, and like, you know, like they 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 had like they had a bunch of food, and like they were just like hanging out at his family's cookout. And then like he came to the show, and like did the show. Wow! And that's Isn't that funny. Oh my God. That would be the best. Just <laughs> spend a day with Coolio at your family cookout. Yeah, because it's kind of like you wouldn't like that's not like I'm I'm like older now and like that that would be like really unprofessional to do. Like you're supposed to like send a car or like an Uber or something at least. You know what I mean? Like, but it, it kind of like was what do they call it? Like beginner's mind. Like it was actually kind of the perfect thing to happen, even though it's not like exactly like professional or like well, how you're supposed to do things. But he like. <laughs> That kid, like, you know, like, would have got fired if he was working for some big company, but because he was just having a good time and hanging out with Coolio at his barbecue, like, he just had a blast and nobody was mad about it at all. It's just a funny story. Gee, the Coolio was like, man, what the hell? Is, what the hell? Is this? <laughs> probably a little, probably a little bit, but he probably just, he seemed like a cool but he guy. Might have been like, it. Just, <laughs> just rolled with it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind some hot dogs and chicken wings or something yeah yeah, yeah exactly. a little hamburger a little steak a little steak cheeseburger <laughs> well good for that's a good story i'm so glad we we got that and that's that's an exclusive to this podcast that's right you won't that's hear right. that on the 10 Hashtag other Coolio cookout. Coolio cookout. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah he's running these badass street racers and they have balloons jonathan crane do you think I mean, they don't say, but yeah, they have these balloons. Then we have this really weird, long race racing scene, and Dick hangs on to her with his, you know, like he's hanging by his foot or whatever. He saves her. He didn't her. even say she like fell off a bridge or whatever it is. Yeah, well, she did. It's a long scene, and then he's hanging. Uh, well, right. well, well, yeah. I, I mean, think we missed a couple things. Of well, she fell off. You know, that she didn't make the jump. I guess and it's a very it's bad. Right? It's a bad effect. A cheesy yeah. effect. It's very poorly done. Very, very bad. You're right. Yeah, and this is where we find out she wants to pay Alfred back, and then uh, she says he's dying. So she actually tells him that. She actually tells Dick that oh, Alfred's dying. He's got McConaughey. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he, then Bruce, Bruce is like, yes, he's dying. No, yeah. He, he, that, that's kind of a good line. because Alfred's like, not sick. He's not sick. He's dying. Head bubble. So. I could picture Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne saying that one. Yeah, that's true. As, as far apart as they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now, all right, cut to Freeze in his cell. And for some reason, they give him an alarm clock. Just, I don't know what, so he can get up on time. <laughs> so he breaks the alarm clock and he turns it into like a little, like, Nora, like, snow globe. It makes no sense why there's even an alarm clock in there. by the animated series. Oh, is it? Was I it? No. Had, yeah, that's what. The really? snow globe. The snow globe. Not the, not turning a clock into it. Not the right? clock. Right. No, no I get the globe. snow globe. Yeah. But uh, I wish they, they had drawn more inspiration from that cool looking Mr. Freeze suit in the animated series. I wish they had just got Patrick Stewart to play Mr. Freeze. And Apparently he was never really in the running. That was like a fan. Well, who else was bald back then? <laughs> I, <laughs> I could have done it. No one. Anybody. Patrick Stewart was the only bald man in Arnold Schwarzenegger wore a bald Shirley Helmsley. That yes. wasn't even he wasn't even bald. He mm, wore, wore like a bald cap. You don't even have to be bald to overact as Mr. Freeze. <laughs> so then Ivy comes in, she kills Jesse the Venture and the other guy who has a patch for some reason. I don't know why he had to have a That patch. guy both of those are pals wait, I don't know if you guys already talked about it. they're already they're pals with the uh, Schwarzenegger in real life. One guy played Conan. Oh. On, well, not Jesse Ventura. The other guy played Conan. He played Conan in the Universal Universal Yeah, in the TV version of Conan. It's a great oh, job. Man. And he was like his stunt double on the movie? Something oh, short. was it? I think so. They, he was one of Arnold's doubles. Oh, okay. So he was probably Mr. Freeze for a lot of this movie. Yeah, probably was. He should get top billing, even though Schwarzenegger got top billing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah, they they're like, oh, go get your stuff. Riddler and Two Face costumes are hanging in the property locker at Ar- Arkham, which is a, a little nod to the last movie. Bane, it's just so. This is like another thing that just this is didn't... a <laughs> this is a badly delivered line. Well, there's yeah, but Bane puts his stuff in like a shopping cart, and he's just running down the hall with it, and guys just keep jumping at him and bouncing off. And it's like, why do you keep? Just jumping at this guy <laughs> makes no sense. And then he says, "Like, oh, laundry service that delivers." Ugh. Wow, this is, uh, that's the part that I was like, "Wow, Ugh. yeah, wow." But, uh, but that uh, that was before their time because now you can probably get all that stuff through. You can definitely. I had laundry stuff. delivered all the time. Back but in- at at the insane asylum, though. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> well. I... There is actually a line I don't mind right here. Maybe the only line of the whole movie is when he says, you and Meatloaf retrieve my wife. <laughs> he calls Bane Meatloaf. It's <laughs> actually kind of funny. And then, But she says, you never said anything about a wife. I love how she's like this villain who wants to destroy the world, but she, yeah, the sanctity of marriage, she really is behind that. <laughs> All right. There's like Batman and Robin decide like, no, we have to go after Poison Ivy. Yeah, we don't love her anymore. We shouldn't fight with each other. She I can't nice fighting stem. a bad guy. Well, that's right. Another reference to bad guy. But then guy, they, they no bad, yeah. bad guy. A woman. Oh, 
But then they're like, oh, nice stems, though. Bulbs, too. <laughs> Boy, I'd like to fuck her. Like, I mean, like... <laughs> yeah, very horny. Oof. So. Is that what the time? Is this where they're, is this where they're at the weird set at this part? Uh, you'll have to be that more part? specific. Uh, I, I guess yeah, that's the, the observatory? Yeah, the observatory. He's got to get his diamond because he's running, his suit is running it's low. Like, no, no, it's like, it seems more like a circus. Because we uh, got the like, spotlights in the background. Yeah, I'd Because it's very much kind of like, I don't know, like in the... It's like super the, circus, the actual circus in the last movie. <laughs> mm. It's what it looked like there. Yes, exactly. And yeah, so like Bane is there and, and whatever. Fights, he's fighting them. Ivy is trying to seduce them. Can, Bat- can us, what is the deal with this? Is this an observatory or is it an ice cream factory? Well, Freeze is. Oh, you're right, because he de- he must be right because he throws Robin into. into he throws like, Robin into of, the pistachio, whatever. A green ice cream. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and but I'm like, I thought they were in an observatory. Why? <laughs> why is there ice cream? The movie yeah, why is there a so bad green goo at the? Yeah, yeah. I guess I I think you're right. I think it, I thought it was ice cream, but yeah, Joel Schumacher said as much. I think in the oh, okay. in the commentary that. But I'm like, but I thought they were at the. But I don't understand. But this was also the part where he, everybody gets knocked down, and you said that. Yeah, like, this is what we're coming up to. <laughs> your favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but there is a funny line, I guess. Uh, well, not that funny, but Poison Ivy says something about an anatomically correct rubber suit. <laughs> turns yes. around. Oh, All right. I, I know he's not supposed to be uh, body armor, but they keep mentioning yeah. that rubber suits. In yeah, the they keep mentioning rubber suit. He can't hide it. Uh, but yeah, I they think could they're say just like kind of like not even thinking about it. So, is it armor? Is it rubber? Yes, to both. Yes, it's <laughs> rubber. <laughs> like, let's get on with this movie and get it done. It's a comic book. But yeah, here we go. There's a spiral staircase going and. Commissioner Gordon is there with his guys. And he sends his cops up after Mr. Freeze. And in like, talk about three stooges or whatever the hell you want to call this. Freeze kicks the first guy. They, they go fall. down like dominoes. They go tumbling down <laughs> like dominoes. And, and Commissioner... Derson, this is what Derson said while we were in the theater before we got yelled at. He says, what a bunch of inept idiots I have working for. <laughs> that just made me giggle. Uh, that might have been it. That might have been the thing that, that broke that guy. But, like, the look on Commissioner Gordon's face as he watches his guys go down, like, it's it's basically what we've been saying through all these movies. Like, the cops in Gotham are totally useless, and it's just like, the signal! The signal! Yeah, get this, quick, my nipped idiots! Yeah, <laughs> they the can't do the job. Put the, yeah, yeah, light the beacon! The beacon, yep. Oh man, John's been waiting for that one for like yeah, three weeks. I've been waiting for it since I started <laughs> doing this podcast in 2008 or whatever it was. Uh, but as we mentioned, yeah, there's like a weird scene where she wants, she's about to kiss Robin. Batman comes in and says, no, oh, because he knows that it will kill him. Yeah, poison lips. Robin, yeah, Robin gets all mad and he throws him into this green. I guess sure it's pistachio ice cream. Or yeah, something. I just like throws them into the you can't do that on television vat. <laughs> and unlike you know, the Joker, he doesn't come out different at all. He's no. not like deformed or anything. No, but he's, he's mad. Just, well, he's just, I guess ah! he did. I guess he's 
He guess he did change then. That's right. It was a transformation. He went in uh, a hero and came out a loser. <laughs> and he says, I'm going solo. And we get a head bob. What, what happened here? Now we cut to Ivy. Now there's, for some reason, Mr. Freeze is like, you get my wife. I'll go get my diamond. So yeah. Ivy goes That's to- Asking for trouble. Yeah, to Nora's little uh, uh, special cryogenic freeze. Her man cave. Man cave. And she kicks the plug out. And I guess we're supposed to believe that that's killed her. And she tells Freeze that it was Batman who did it. And then he gets really mad and he says, you just freeze the whole world. Yeah, I thought Batman didn't kill. And then she's like, watch Batman Returns. You'll see he does. <laughs> but then like once he freezes the world, our plant's going to take over and there will be only two people left. Yeah, absolutely Adam. makes Sense. Yeah, because that would be great, I guess. It's not like they're trying to control anything. They just want to freeze it and then... Plants. Yeah, because you know Adam how well plants Eve. grow. Adam and Evil, that's what he says. Adam and yep. Evil. Adam and Evil. At least it's not an ice joke. Yeah. Adam and freeze. But it, it just... <laughs> it's not an ice joke, but it just kind of makes you like... Look at John or Justin on the other side of you. And go, okay, I guess that's their. <laughs> it, it kind of very much even the solution. We thought Justin was having a seizure, but he was fidgeting and sighing. So uh, I know. Yeah, but it, kind of the the solution to how they fix it too is very much like Cobra Mass device. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, yeah. we're gonna have the mass device so we can be our uh, rule yeah. world and stuff. Yeah. I guess, but just the two of us. The world is yeah. so much responsibility and oh, yeah. headaches. Well, if everybody's dead, it's just Oh, yeah, that'd plants. be easy then. Yeah. Plant. But plants, I don't think they grow well in cold. Well, you have to get something you know, very hard, like, like, a, like a pine tree. <laughs> she's got her, like, mutant plants, though. It's basically like Little Shop of Horrors. That's, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That crop with the the plants that played Brilliantly by J.B. Swoom on the Harley Quinn. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. He likes yeah. the Amber podcast. Uh, but anyways, yeah, like that <laughs> plant is like the worst. There's really bad props in this movie. That is the worst prop I've seen ever. This, it's so movie, goes, this movie goes back and forth between looking like, like a, an expensive movie and a cheap, like local cable production. <laughs> Roger, there you was know? very Roger Corman, that plant. Yeah. yeah, it's bad. So, uh, yeah, like, they're, again, there's more fighting over who's going to go after Ivy. And this is when, so Alfred gives his DD-ROM to Barbara, and then she just watches it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Here, deliver he this to some. Oh, this is oh, well, yeah, but, I mean, it's still not cool. Not cool. Sorry, so they... opening all his mail too. It's not nice. <laughs> Uncle Alfred, you have a subscription to Playboy? <laughs> uh, I'm getting an awful lot of uh, student loan consolidation things. You haven't worked that out yet? You're like eight <laughs> years old. <laughs> anyway, so we have a funny, you know, not even funny, but a, another great Commissioner Gordon moment when Ivy seduces him into getting the keys to the Bat Beacon as you. And hate that it's called the beacon, but it's so funny because literally the last movie Chase Meridian could just do it, but he's like, "I'm the only one with the keys." But 
Who cares? Well, so he did that because of Chase Meridian. I guess that's right. There you go. So, yeah, when Babs looks at the thing, by the way, I should have mentioned, she discovers that they are Batman and Robin. She's like, oh, look at that. Not really surprised at all. Meanwhile, so, yeah, they use the Commissioner Gordon. Is that when she figures out the password? Oh, yeah. It's 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 the easiest password password in the world. It's three fucking letters. Hey, Steely Dan fans out there. <laughs> All right. So meanwhile, yeah, they use the Commissioner Gordon's keys. They chain the bat signal, the bat beacon, into a Robin beacon, and Robin's like, "Hey, into a bird right. call." Yeah, she's looking for yeah, me. I don't. I don't love this whole part where it's like, "Yeah, well, it's, it's Robin not and my Batman." I'm mean, like, "What the fuck?" Not your favorite. <laughs> Oh my yeah. <laughs> I hate that whole little part and in that Robin's outfit like is just Nightwing's outfit and that's not it's we, Nightwing's it's, outfit in red yeah. with red yeah and then they like yeah new 52 they're like this is what Nightwing wears now it's red I do uh, there's one line that I don't hate when he says she wants to kill you dick <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that is good <laughs> that is not a capital D dick when he says that and then they make up. He's like, I need you as a friend, a partner, and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, we're getting up to the the big finale. Finally. And, yeah, Mr. Freeze is going to use his big telescope to and the satellites, and there's all kinds of dumb explanations for everything. You know how telescopes. Yeah. He's going gonna, gonna to freeze them. Gotham, and then the world. Yeah. That was that was a bad reading too. Yeah. You did yeah. a better job. Oh, thanks. So then we get this weird. Barbara goes into the the cave, and there's like yeah, sort of then, Max Hedrum. Yeah, out, there's, out for like, that's what everybody thought AI would be like. The big Barbara. Yeah, the Max Hedrum. Yeah. Well, what that was funny was I was on our Peloton and they just added you could watch HVO on there. And the pain in the ass thing is you have to log in every time, but I remember a password. So I remember it's just Peg. So <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on the Peloton and then it, it like looks at if somebody were to walk by, it looks like Alfred is like my Peloton coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know moving up those got a hill coming up at, up up yeah i'll make but you with, a sandwich well, when you're done we are gonna cast you as the next robin just you wait <laughs> i've got an extra batmobile right here for you and i've got a, an appointment for you to join van halen on stage <laughs> Listen to our Batman. What? Wait, wait. Is that the the, the one that the got first raised? One, or... first one, yeah. Oh, oh. No one's gonna get the joke now. Damn it! No one's listening anyway. It's fine. That was a good one. It's fine. 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 Yeah, but people that know know. I if you the know, you know. Have three of us. Yeah. So, anyways, he. I took the liberty, and he made a super, and she suits up, and she. We get you know here's here's the tragedy of this suit. She's the only one without nipples. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but we do get the butt shot, so yeah, so show that you know there's no discrimination here or anything like that. No pink blood, so... butt girl. 
So Robin goes to the Turkish baths to see Ivy, and she reveals the whole plan because he's like, I need to trust you. Well, yeah, she's like, she's like, kiss me. And he's like, well, tell me. And she's like, uh, I'll kiss me yeah. and I'll tell you. He's like, tell me and I'll kiss you. So she blabs. She's like, oh, yeah, freeze is going to freeze the whole planet with his, with the, the I you think, know. I think he probably could have worked that out on his own anyway. <laughs> probably. But the good thing is he's wearing like some sort of lip protection or whatever. He's got the plastic, oh, no, rubber yeah. lips. Rubber lips? Yeah, they're rubber lips. Yeah. He put in one of those a... uh, vampire like wax lips with the fangs. And kisses her. <laughs> right before he kisses her, he swaps it he, in. He goes in to kiss her, just a loop right into his mouth. <laughs> but then she just pushes him into the water. Like, there's, I'm like, well, what a hero you are. <laughs> <laughs> the most pathetic of heroes. And then Batman shows up and she says, my vines have a crush on you. And like her vines tie him up. And then we get Batgirl to the rescue. Because you got to have girl on girl, right? Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) But she says, like, you give women a bad name or whatever. There's all kinds of. You love a bad name. Yeah. It's all all this woke bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And then she kicks her into like this her flower. Well, then she goes all the way down to her flowers. Oh, really? And then it just closes up on her, and that's the end of Poison Ivy. I thought she controlled plants. Well, not this this thing. No, (laughs) you see, it's a it's a rubber plant. Is this kind of like a Venus flytrap thing? I guess is that what you're supposed to believe? Yeah, my favorite guy on WKRP. So then they're all like, yay! And oh, it's a terrible line when, when Batman says, not bad person or bad uh, lady. Yeah. Oh, not woman. very PC. Yeah. yeah bad not very woman. woke is what they meant to say. Yeah, that's right. Not yeah. very woke. Is this woke bullshit? Cringe. It's very cringe worthy. <laughs> they didn't have cringe and woke back then, I guess. Yeah. But and then they're just like, gotta go. They but she's like, go. it's me. I'm like, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Not too hard to figure out. Duh. So then Freeze is there. He's in, up. He's up in the observatory. He's got the thing going. He's like, "Let's kick some ice." Oh man, he starts freezing yeah. the whole city. And there, the good guys are all the heroes. Driving down. I think you guys watch. the rest this of question. Did you guys watch this all at once, or did you take small bites out? Of I it? have watched it three times. What? Twice with a. Twice with the in the background as I'm working. Twice with oh, the right. comp because I like I always watch a movie when we decide to do it, and I'm like, oh, now I forget everything. I gotta watch it again. So I watched it like the day after we decided to do it with the commentary. And then I watched it this morning, and then I watched three quarters of it again with the commentary this afternoon. Wow! Yeah. In the background as I'm working. Right, right, so. right. I did not watch it at once. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't, I don't think. <laughs> <anyone>. <laughs> Even though you went to the movies twice to try to do that, exactly. I know, but we but didn't we see it all, it all the way the first, the first time. So it's, just it's, to uh, say you did it. That's yeah. why you guys went back the second time, just to say you did it. You gotta go see it twice just to yeah. say you did it. Yeah. So, yeah, are they wearing different, uh, like, suits now, too? Yeah, like, they wear special silver ones. Oh, boy. Yeah. More figures. They and come bad. out have 11 minutes. 
to spare, but of strange right. outfits. <laughs> yeah, right. We have a leather. Because they got like the bat, like like the ski mobile bat thing. Yeah, yeah. This like the, this one drives three miles an hour. I didn't. I definitely didn't see this movie or the last one in the movie theater. I was like so done with it at that point. But what I was really angry seeing those toys. I was like, look at the stupid fucking yellow Batman or the <laughs> snow Batman. Like, I hate this so much. Now I kind of embrace it. I feel like if it came out now, you'd, you'd go see it in the theater, buy it on digital, whatever, buy a Blu-ray, buy a yeah. buy the 35K yeah, yeah. print of it, buy the actual bat suit. 35 millimeter print. <laughs> when, get, finally get cast as Robin, but in Batman Beyond. Live there you go. There you go. Is so there a Robin in Batman Beyond? I don't even remember. Well, there's no. Is there? Oh, okay. But not like a Robin Robin. No, I would be right. They would finally, they, because this timeline's so screwed up. So, yeah, they get up in there. Well, first of all, there's a really dumb part where, where Barbara gets shot off of her cycle and just kind of somehow goes forward and lands on Dick's little boat thing. And it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Sure. So, yeah, they get up into the observatory. They're going to use some sort of science thing with the satellites. And like, oh, well, it's daytime in whatever in country. In the Congo or something. It's the Congo. So we'll use that to melt the things or whatever. And, uh, it makes no sense. Oh, and they, the two doctors, the woman from Flatliners and this other guy are there. And they use these bat heaters, which look like, you know, bats, of course to unfreeze them because they're they're important because you know Batman has to save them like three times in the next 11 minutes and the the the, the, the battle is stupid like what is the deal <laughs> battle is stupid you keep going oh, but... and then there's this stupid part and then they say yeah. something stupid and now there's this other stupid thing that's happening take a drink every time I say that something in this movie is stupid <laughs> Was we talked about Val Kilmer's suit in the last one and how like it was different and like they actually used that to audition like even current Batman and stuff. But could George Clooney just not move at all in this, or was it? I don't know. Whatever it was, the that, fighting is uh, terrible. Joel Schumacher said that the suit weighed fifty pounds and the cowl and the cape was an additional fifty pounds, oh and uh, couldn't do much. And you can't hear in it. You can't do much in it. So. Like Frankenstein style, and yeah. not to mention Bane's Frankenstein boots. He fucking stomps the hole in the floor, <laughs> and he goes like he can only speak in one word sentences. It made me think of when we were kids and we were playing Thundar the Barbarian together, and we were like Ookla, Frisbee, and then you said Landa, Ball, and, and uh, Ball, yeah, yeah. That's what Bane reminds me of is your version of Ookla, Ookla the Mock. Well, Bane is defeated rather easily, even though so he's, he's choking out Barbara and 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 Robin, and they just like, kick his little tube out, and he goes back I mean, down. He to, like, turns back into a little. Yeah, I didn't know that until I watched it this time that he shrinks down to a scrawny man. That it's like what I look like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> could hey, be worse. They put a scrawny man in the. Uh, well, I'm not scrawny exactly, but I I was at a, at a certain point. But that, yeah, like he's like in the big Bane costume, but it's all shrunken down. It's kind of pretty. That's actually pretty funny to me. <laughs> it, it is pretty funny. But yeah, so meanwhile, Batman is fighting Freeze, and like the two doctors are there, and 
they're, they keep getting endangered and he's saving them. One of the, and the guy says, it's one of those days. Uh, I was like, like, what? Why do you have to say that? Like, why do you have to put that? Because in? it is one of those days. Uh, for us. <laughs> so he puts one of his bat heaters on Mr. Freeze and he says, hey, Freeze, the heat is on. Isn't <laughs> great if he did TV sing? TV 38. <laughs> That's right. TV 38 here in North Dakota. The like, game is slogan. on. Yeah, when well, we used to watch the North Dakotans, um, uh, Reds, Turkey, Turkey, Tallywhackers. Yes, <laughs> the Turkey Tallywhackers. <laughs> They're gonna melt everything. But meanwhile, Freeze has planted these little ice bombs that look like icicles or whatever, and blows everything up. And he says, "Freeze in hell." And then, like, should have said, "I'll, I'll, I'll see you in hell when it freezes over." Oh, that would have been anything good. could have been better than most of what they said. <laughs> At this so point, like, in the movie, especially if you've taken it in chunks, and you're like just toward the end here, and you're just kind of like everything is, uh, as John would say, a groaner or an eye roll. <laughs> everything they say, everything they do, every set piece, everything about it at the end of here is just like one of, right one of the cars that crashes that gets frozen, you can clearly see the icicles on it like wobbling because they're rubber. <laughs> oh. And yeah, that dog I mean, that's taking a piss. dog is peeing on the fire hydrant. It's like, we have to have that. So yeah, meanwhile, like Batman uses his bat rope because everything after his bombs go off, everything is sort of just falling and Batman uses like the bat rope thing, which they do many times and he saves a few doctors and it's basically like our audio comic. It's kind of like, thank you, thank you, cities are living down. <laughs> I, I kept thinking of there's one with Ray goes, we're falling. And that was what I kept thinking about in this movie where <laughs> he kept falling. There's a lot of falling, yeah. But then there's like a whole thing where like, oh, we need a computer genius to get this. And she's like, I'll take care of it. Oh, more of that woke crap. Yeah, right. I'm saying this like, all oh, probably. you can do yeah. everything. You could, you you're like a cool biker. Just chick. like just like the Shanana ad in the seventies where if a guy can do it, a girl can too. Yeah. I remember that. Was oh, that the yeah, 70s? No, it was, well, I mean, it I kept running into the 80s. Oh, well, so. right. That was back when everybody just used to run the same commercials for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Because I remember that one to this day. Had shot 40, on 40 years later. But yeah, it's like, Wait. you're, you know, he says, you're pretty, <laughs> cool. he says, you're pretty good at this little girl. And she says, watch and learn, old man. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Watch and learn, you geriatric old fool. Yeah, uh, kind uh, of in the line readings of like us in an audio comic. Oh, yeah, very except, much. except not good. Except turned up. Like, <laughs> audio <laughs> comics are tame. It's ridiculous. Uh, so Freeze is there, and Batman because I guess we didn't mention that that it matters, but Alfred has McGregor syndrome, the same thing that. Nora Freeze had so which um McGregor syndrome is named after the producer. Uh, oh McGonagall. A little inside joke there. Yeah. McGonagall. McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. then he, he basically plays Freeze the exact scene of Poison Ivy admitting that she pulled the plug on Nora Freeze. He's like, No He's like, That's okay, she's okay, she's alive. She's all right. Now you have to help my guy. 
and he says, take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the point where we left. Oh, okay. So that was pretty much the end. Of and the it's like weird because he has stage one and Freeze has a cure to stage one, but not the other stages. But Alfred can still live because he's still in the window. But as long as he yeah, he's got, tubes, he's he's got the cure for exit stage. Exit stage left. Heavens yeah. to Murgatroyd. And I love Alfred. Did you guys notice when Alfred comes back? They like, hey, you're okay. And he says, thanks to you. <laughs> yes. I did notice that. I did notice that. I was, I was hoping it would come up. <laughs> I was almost gonna text you guys. Oh yeah. So like, yeah, they're gonna give Freeze. Pro- first of all, I don't know why I'm analyzing this, but first of all, he tells Freeze, <laughs> "Oh, we're gonna bring, we're gonna send Nora over to Arkham so you can work on her while you're, you know, in Arkham." But meanwhile, like Ivy is sitting in there, and Freeze is like, "Ah, I'm your cellmate." Yes, yeah, oh, so she didn't die. So she comes back. Yeah, she didn't yeah, die. Yeah, well, this is this is a very progressive, insane asylum. Really. Yeah, I was going to say they got co-ed <laughs> cells with supervillains. Yeah, why not? And then we get the whole moment where they all say they're going to band together as partners. And then he says, we're going to need a bigger cave. And <laughs> thanks to you. And then they all run towards the screen, just like, the last one, it was just the two of them, and now it's the three of them. And, and you get the... Dah, 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 what they're, what they're dah, doing dah, is they're running away from Kelly. all the angry Batman <laughs> All the people that want to make the George Clooney pay them. Pap. It's like the Pap. beginning of Strange Brew, where they're like, Look, they're giving refunds in the alley! Get them! Wasn't that on the... Funny Schumacher moment in the commentary, because he's like... Yeah, so that was uh, Batman and Robin. So, uh, all right, and then you can like hear him take his like headphones off and just walk away. He just talking. kind of ends it like so casually. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm so just gonna it. let the movie speak for itself or something. Here you go. I'll let you. I'll let Arnold take you out. Uh, pull the car around, Alfred. He he has an assistant named Alfred too. He's got an Alfred too. Yeah, Alfred McGregor. She's like, uh, I heard Julio's got a, uh, a, you know, cookout, and <laughs> we can we can stop by. Julio, let's go to that cookout. <laughs> Julio was uh, sitting there the whole time. One of the few dogs. Yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, we have. I think R. Kelly is the song at the end, right? I think so. It's as... uh, Smashing Pumpkins first. I made oh. all day to look up the soundtrack to this, but did not at all. Was it the end is the beginning is the end or something? Yeah, like something that? like that. Everybody's like, they remember the Seal song, but no one remembers the Smashing yeah. Pumpkins song. Or there was also an R.E.M. song, I think. Oh, see, there. I didn't even know that. Uh, was not as good as the last soundtrack. Just like everything else. Not as good as the last one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's the end of that. That was the end of Batman until Christopher Nolan came along years later. As far as movies... I guess they did a few shows here and there. A few shows. But, yeah. Yeah, like, as we noted in the beginning, this even the studio was like, why don't we put this one on the back burner for now? Right. Yeah, and also, as you guys pointed out, I did want to, I didn't mention this. I, forgot, I meant to, but so John Glover said that Joel Schumacher would sit on a crane with a megaphone and each take before... They would yell action. He would say, remember, everyone, this is a cartoon. And that's basically what we got. <laughs> yeah. 
That's to be dead, sir. Cartoon would have been more fun. Oh, well. Look at how great All the animated right. series is. Well, that's true. All right, so what do we think of Batman and Robin wants to go I guess I will. No one's, no one's <laughs> stepping do. forward to volunteer. Well, never always set, he takes himself out of the running in the way he introduces. All right, do you want me to go first? Okay. Well, no, no, hey, no. I'm just saying that in first. the way they, you're, you're introducing, you're like, who among right. us that's not me would no, like to go No, I can first. go. I, I, don't, I don't have a problem. I no, feel don't. like I've said enough. <laughs> it's good to hear you, though. Yeah, good it was. Thanks for talking. Yeah. I'll go. All right. Go. Do it. Uh, I what did I give fucking Batman Forever a B or something? I think so. This we all did. This one does not have a a heart in it, but uh, in kind of what I think John is maybe going to say in his review, although I certainly not would never speak for him. Yeah, but, thanks uh, for talking. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for talking. But anyway, I know it's good to hear me. But what what I'm getting at is the elements of it that are touching the Batman sixty six and the camp and like looking at your models even. Like I, I I just like I I kind of like like that. I like that there's now I like that there's those different bat suits and that it's mm-hmm. like kinda I've seen in the last 20 years of comics, like how different writers will incorporate stuff from like kind of all over the place and everything. Like I like that this exists, but this is a really, really bad movie. It is a, it is a flat D. <laughs> ever heard you say something. It is a flat D. D but, wow. But, but I give it, I give it a little, some highlight moments. Like as you were saying, like when, I like all the because we're obsessed with Alfred <laughs> now. You know we did that thing on Substack, but like, but like the Alfred stuff is like kind of cool. And I mean, I don't understand the Batman Robin relationship kind of at all. Like he's way too old. I hated it then. I I hate it now. But there there is like something charming and comic booky and Batman sixty six about this movie that appeals to my sensibilities but only because i'm a broad spectrum batman fan i like all of the batman so that's where i'm coming from flat d very well Wow. all right i'll go next all right um c minus and um and like like logically i know this movie is an f right (laughs) i know it's terrible it is horrible is bad on every level yeah but for some reason it just got me the right way this time and i was on board for the stupidity and yes i i yeah i I guess my feeling sort of mirror clays except i just went up from a flat d to just slightly higher grade it's not good the acting is horrible but i was just like i'm just gonna i'm gonna enjoy it for what it is bad acting bad script bad everything uh the score is okay i guess and i kind of like that batmobile even though it's really ridiculous and over the top right. uh, so yeah there you go that's my feelings it's 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 dumb but i kind of had a good time with it this time yeah okay but it, it did it did give us also the nolan trilogy which the two out of three weren't bad in the mcu <laughs> apparently right right so Kevin yeah Frank. it really set the table for better things to come 
and then fucking superhero fatigue because there's just too much of it now. Well, yeah, well, we've, we've had a break now, I guess. Been too much to speak of. Now the Marvels are coming. Well, that's like November. November's only a month away. Well, still. I didn't even know there's an Expendables 4 out right now until last night. <laughs> like, I'm just so not... Well, why would you care about Expendables I don't. 4? I'm just saying, like, I am so not plugged in anymore to, like, what is coming out for movies. Yeah, I know what you mean. All right. Um, I I think all of, you know, everything, I agree with everything, except, like... I, it, Remember last one? I said, like, I kind of watched it the way that we watched, like, Moonraker or whatever, right? We were doing both. That's how I went into this, too. Like that. Yeah, you have to be like, this is the movie. They made some choices, you know, that I, <laughs> not you know, whatever. You know. Not great, but that they they really, you know, yeah, they made some, this was the, wasn't the choices I would have made, but they, that's what they chose. But, like, this one and we said this in Batman Forever, but like everything they did in Batman Forever was turned up a notch and just, it's too much. It's too much. And it, it was very similar to our movie, Dirt and the Fire Started back in the day. Or just like, no, I mean, that's the best comparison I can make. Yeah. That's we were kids in fucking high school making the video movies. camera. Yeah. We knew we could, we couldn't make anything great. So we made something bad on purpose. Yeah. But these guys had millions and millions and millions of dollars. And they still made something bad. And they made something bad because I don't like, I guess bad on purpose. But look, they, they could have made a good movie and they just chose yeah, to make the worst. A good Batman story and have it be family friendly. You could yeah. do it. I mean, just got to just not go down that stupid, cheesy route. I know, you know, I know. Sometimes I mean, I'm talking about a guy that dresses up as a bat, too. I yeah, mean, you know, yeah. And the whole concept is a little goofy in the first place, but yeah, you, do you, you, over, can... you overthink it. Yeah. But sometimes you can like, like you squint your eyes. Like sometimes I can squint my brain and like, imagine this as, as like a co- actual, a comic book. And I go, Oh, like poison. I picture somebody drawing like, Oh, and I, and I be like blew the self. And then that person's under their control. And then Bane walks in, you know, like a kind of just like the ideas of the figures, like doing yeah, these things. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's kind of like why I can even give this movie a D and like take some moments out of this where it's like, Oh, if I was reading that on the page, I would think that was kind of cool. You know what I mean? Especially the part where she blows the pheromones in uh, commissioner Gordon's face. He's like, don't leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you're too old for me. You're too old. No, I'm not. You're too I'm fat. Not. No, I'm not. <laughs> you're too dumb. No. Uh, you're I'd like to point out uh, that <laughs> Mrs. Elder, because we have a fair amount of poison ivy in our yard. A pheromone. Uh, a pheromone. Yes, a pheromone. <laughs> and we have a lot of poison ivy in the yard, and she always refers to it as poison ivy. I guess, like, when we were talking about Uma Thurman, I almost started to turn, like, maybe that's, you know, like like we said, she was just like, I'm just going to lean into this. I know it's dumb. But, like, nobody, it seems like, like, George Clooney was really trying, you know. I like, think I don't George know. Clooney was just exhausted, so he was just showing up. That's the feeling yeah. I got. Yeah, because they did, like, three days or four days, like, split yeah, he was, between ER yeah, and filming ER, TV. like, a couple days right. of this on, like, the weekends and Sort of like oh. Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future. Yeah, go back and listen to our Back to the Future episode. And yeah, set that one right up for you. Thanks. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, like we talk about bad movies a lot, and I talk about bad movies a lot, and and like sometimes it's like, oh, the, they didn't have budget to make a better movie or whatever. But this might be the worst movie of all time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the to me. This is just the this bad is the movie. this is the Batman and Robin of Batman movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. This is like sort of the yeah. measuring stick of, of all bad movies to me. Like, like well, at least it's not Batman or Robin. Like, you know, like a, a, even Batman v Superman, right? Like a movie that I just did not like at all. Like, well, at least it wasn't Batman or Robin bad. You know what I mean? Like, mm. So I can't give it anything higher than an F. Have I ever given an F? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I Maybe don't you gave Zardoz an F. I don't know. No, I didn't give no, it. I, I don't think, think so. I did. I don't think it. You're right. It's an F, and I can't even give it like the like ironic like oh I still enjoyed it kind of thing. I really only you can't watched it. your brain as much as can't really can. squint my brain. I mean, I do, I can, but then it comes like back around and goes like no, but it kind of hits you so quick. <laughs> like if you if like ever I was like touched by a moment, a second later there would be like a dumb puppet it that like was like the worst special effects I've seen in years like the next scene you know and it's like oh what I was yeah. just I was just on a little tiny not even a roller coaster I'm in line for the roller coaster but now I'm getting off yeah. the line yeah and I think what, what we said earlier what John said earlier I think too it's like it kind of offends me it offends me as a person, <laughs> you know, like, oh, it did, it, it seriously but... offended me at the time, by the way, I was, I think I was, I was done with both of those other movies that didn't have Michael Keaton. I was so mad that I wasn't cast, first of all, as Robin, <laughs> but second of all, I was just like, this fucking, I was like, angry young man, college man at the time, and wow, was I angry, I hated it so much. Yeah, I don't think I was like a regular comic book reader at the time, but I was a film student and I was a person who thought like one day I want people to give me money to make a movie. And they gave these people millions, hundreds of millions of dollars to make a movie and they made this piece of crap. Well, you know, what's unfortunate about this is that Joel Schumacher has done a number of good movies. Oh, yeah. But no, I like a it. lot of people just kind of remember him for this one. I know. It's and he too said bad. something about that a little bit, like before he apologized, he was like, "Yeah, they didn't want to go dark, so I just I gave them kind of what they wanted." And like, if you want to see dark movies, like check out any of my other movies, pretty much, you know. Like, yeah. I just gave them what they want, and I feel like the um the suits and the the uh that's we didn't even say it this time, but the toyetic, you know, <laughs> that stuff. I think kind of like. I don't want to say it's not like he's Tim Burton where it's like it didn't, it like would mess up his vision. But what it did do was he was, I think it kind of got away from him. Like when he's like, yeah, I guess I have yeah. five bad suits. But then he was also saying like, I had nothing to do with that, like physically with that. I just had to make sure it was in the movie, but he just kind of, I feel like let it, let them run shot over the movie that wasn't going to be great anyways, but you know, they're like, insert more toys, <laughs> insert more whatever. Yeah. And he, they, he just kind of was like, well, I, I'm, I'm swimming against the tide here if I do anything else. So I'm just going to do this. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're, they're paying your salary and we've heard stories for years about people in Hollywood going against the, 
studios or sometimes a director will be like, I want to shoot it this way and I'll, you can take it out of my pay or whatever, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. And if it works, you can pay me back and stuff but like we hear all these stories. Here's like, they came out, the movie did just before this was a time to kill, which was about, yeah. you know, the, the racial tensions in the South and the writer Akiva Goldsman, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He went on doing... and won an Academy Award for uh, A Beautiful Mind, writing the script for that. That's so these guys right. can do good stuff. They just that guy's right. the Star Trek guy. Didn't. In yeah, he's, he's the too. producer. Go back yeah. and listen to our Batman Forever episode. Yeah. I mentioned it. <laughs> thanks for thanks for talking. Oh, it's good. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, we're not talking about people who don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They are getting paid by the studio to do a certain thing, and they're just – you know, you can't really fault I, them, I guess. For I, look, at, like, I have okay. worked, I have worked on a number of projects that I hate, and <laughs> you know, but you got to do like I'm like, well, do, do I keep my artistic integrity or do I pay the mortgage? You know, right, right. Well, did you ever have to pay anyone back if they bought it? No, I've gotten <laughs> fucked over where they didn't pay me. So, oh, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they... people haven't walked up to me on the street and said, you know. That book, that graphic novel, whore, really offended me. I want my money back. And I go, well, go talk to the writer. I, I'm, just, <laughs> I know, I'm, just, just... I'm just a hired schmuck. Right. So, I mean, that's what Joel Schumacher and probably many people in this movie were doing. Just, just, you're paying me to do a certain thing, and I will do it. So, you know, this is what you get. If, and it, you know, and there is a certain, we should go back to, like, m- mentally, yeah, we had seen Tim Burton. But like, you know, it's still the comic book movies weren't really a thing. We had seen like some pretty bad Christopher Reeve Superman movies too. Yeah. Right? But another movie that came out around that time was Steel. <laughs> was that the one with Shaq? Yeah. Yeah. Shaq. Yeah. I mean, like this wasn't this was a different time, as we like to say. Which That's like, right. yeah, like kind of ruined like a cool concept for like the war Superman after death of Superman or whatever, but like that did not pull it off. I don't think I could even watch that movie. No, I don't. I don't think so either. So, I mean, you know, it's fine to be like, oh, this movie stinks, which it does. No, who I think cares? if I had seen this at seven years old, I would have thought it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I was watching like a thing on yeah. YouTube, and there were two guys who were trying to defend this. They were like, I think the video was called In Defense of Batman and Robin. They're like, it's not as bad as you think. It's not oh, as I, think bad I may have watched that as well. And I was like, uh, and it, I mean, it is, but they were like, when I saw this as a kid, you know, and you're like, well, of course you're going to think, I mean, I thought Star Wars was great when I started as a kid, New Hope. I, yeah. You know, if I and watched the, it now as a 40 year old guy, I think this movie's pretty now. dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now. Yeah. I feel like so, that the, I don't know. I think we're talking about the same thing. I think that that's their, those guys' podcasts is they put themselves in the Zardoz Batman and Robin kind of headspace when they do their episodes. Like, it, what is this? Is it good? <laughs> you know, like, right. We, you know, like it's trying to pull something out of it that they like, maybe. Sure. And I get it. It's a thing because everyone hates this movie. So we're going to tell you why we like it. I, uh, I can't. I fl- five other podcast episodes even about this movie in the entire world. <laughs> That's right. And most of them are talking about how dumb it is. So. All right, whatever. I mean, piece of crap. I don't think anyone's surprised. I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess John gave it a higher grade than I would have thought, but you kind of did spoil it. Yeah, sorry, but yeah. That's okay. I thought you were going to say like A. No, <laughs> God, no. 
no, no, it's it's ter- I know it's terrible. I just happen to have a like moderately okay time watching it this time. Well, there you go. That's yeah, I, I guess that's what Batman sixty six yeah. like a month ago. You know what I mean? Like it's not like I was like, ooh, I wonder what you know is this Joker gonna burn a pile of money? Like no, I know that Adam West will be right running down the pier with the he'll be he'll be having in a surfing competition against yeah, the Joker. Like, I'm just with like, a I'm shark I'm along for the ride. I like just, you know, Poison Ivy blow me and then I just was in love with it, you know, like for that hour or whatever, you know? Sure. I mean, you're right. We, uh, you know, people take this stuff way too seriously sometimes. And it's, it is one thing that gives it any points at all is that it's a Batman movie. It's like fucking love Batman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That that's what pulls it out uh, of the F. Because there's plenty of other movies out there that don't have Batman in them at all. And I don't know why people even would even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Movies got no Batman in it. Yeah, yeah it's very bunch of movies. Schindler's <laughs> list though. I don't care. <laughs> no Batman. Batman it's not. With AI, we could probably get those VFX guys to like insert Batman yeah. into the <laughs> one color scene and yeah. yeah, probably Robert Pattinson, Batman. He could save some Jews. Yeah, all right. Shouldn't talk about this anymore. It's getting. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, on YouTube as well. Clay's got check some it out. cool videos there. I yeah. um, and- I yesterday I made leakpodcast.com slash eighty nine. And that's going to have all four of these episodes there. Sitting there waiting for you. So you literally can go back and listen yeah. to our Batman 89. So remember it, Batman 89, leadpodcast.com slash Batman 89. Thank you very much. Once again, that's Batman 89. Good, good night. <laughs> good luck. Not available in Tennessee. Whatever that thing was. Back in- Currently streaming only out in North Dakota. Restrictions apply. Make cause motion. <laughs> All right. Thank you, listen, everybody. Leakpackass.com. Bam. Adios. Slash Batman eating. Your revolution is a silly idea, yeah. All your friends are feeling sad. It's like you need a reason to be feeling bad, yeah.